When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello and welcome to this impromptu Manchester City Talking City podcast from the Manchester Evening News. My name is Sir Parkinson. You may remember me from such episodes as Kevin De Bruyne is finished and other episodes. But uh, we're going to be a bit more serious today and I've got Simon Bykovsky online with me to talk about this latest update with what's going on with Manchester City and the Premier League charges that they face. Basically just to give us a bit of an explainer for people like myself who may not really know what's going on, who think that they know or feel that they know, but but somebody that definitely does know is Simon Bykovsky, our chief Manchester City writer. And this has all come in light of news that Everton and Nottingham Forest are, are potentially going to lose more points, well, Everton specifically. Everton have released a statement on this, which I'll read out for you in a second, but before we go any further, Sai, from your perspective, like how long has this been coming? Has has what been coming? So this this potential point deductions for Everton and Forest and people getting up in arms about why City haven't been charged. Like I imagine your inbox is is being filled up with requests like what I've sent you basically today, saying, "Can you come and talk about it?" Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I like least to be honest talking about these things or um seeing other people talk about them because there's so much nonsense that goes about and um it's very it's very challenging because um there are sort of keywords and buzz phrases and ffp is one of them and you get psr and uh, none of those really relate to sort of the charges against manchester city so it's a very but it's kind of it all kind of relates back to that to that so he's lumped with that um so yeah i mean the 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 premier league brought in these profit profitability and sustainability rules psr which is their sort of updated version of financial fair play ffp uh which was the uefa system um to make sure that clubs spend within their means 
um, and don't overspend. It's sort of, you know, it was brought in after, uh, well, the first set of rules were brought in after Portsmouth sort of way back, sort of 15, 16 years ago to try and ensure that clubs didn't go out of business trying to sort of spend beyond the means to compete uh, with with other clubs. So the um, the essence of it um, and the, the latest sort of PSR rules that Everton and Forest failed is the um, not being able to have more than £105 million worth of losses over three seasons, um, which is... You know that is is an attempt at sustainable businesses, which means that you don't spend more than you earn, basically, which is understandable. Um, the sort of criticisms of that um, that City kind of first took on head on when they were pushing to go to the top is that you know if you have owners who are willing to pump in lots of money and have the cash and don't mind racking up the losses. Is it not anti-competitive to say that they cannot do that um, it, when you know financially they can because they're prepared to take the hits and they um, they they will do that? But to say that you have to stick to a, a system uh, and, and Newcastle lately have been uh, banging that drum and saying that you know they are being forced to sell players before they can before they can buy and force to sell sort of homegrown players because you get more profit for those players. And surely the point of the, you know, the the financial rules devised is not that you sell off your best academy talents. Um, so everyone submitted their uh, accounts, I think at the end of December. So, you know, Nottingham Forest and Everton will have known their situation uh, when they submitted it and will have, known presumably that the Premier League would be uh, ready to sanction them Yeah so back in November Everton were deducted 10 points for a £19.5 million overspend in 21-22 and are awaiting an outcome on their appeal Now today as, as as I'm speaking on Tuesday the 16th of January Everton have released a statement I'm just going to read that statement out in full Everton Football Club acknowledges the Premier League's decision to refer a breach of profit and sustainability rules, PSR, for the assessment period ending with the 22-23 season to an independent Premier League commission. This relates to a period which covers seasons 1920, 2021, 21-22 and 22-23. It therefore includes financial periods 1920, 2021 and 21-22, for which the club has already received a 10-point sanction. The club is currently appealing that sanction. The Premier League does not have any guidelines which prevent a club being sanctioned for alleged breaches in financial periods, which have already been subject to punishment, unlike other governing bodies, including the EFL. As a result, and because of the Premier League's new commitment to deal with such matters in season, in inverted commas, the club is in a position where it has had no option but to submit a PSR calculation which remains subject to change pending the outcome of the appeal, the club must now defend another Premier League complaint, which includes the very same financial periods for which it has already been sanctioned. Before that appeal has even been heard, the club takes the view that the results from a clear deficiency in the Premier League's rules, Everton can assure its fans that it will continue to defend its position during the ongoing appeal, and, should it be required to do so at any future commission, 
and that the impact on supporters will be reflected as part of that process. Now, so I'm reading that and I'm like, I don't really, I don't really understand what that, any of that means. There's a lot to take in and I'm not sure I've got it all, but as far as I can make out, Everton accepted that they had breached the rules and their sort of um, tribunal with the independent panel, uh, which the sort of the Premier League referred them to for having breached the rules, they were sort of arguing mitigation for why they had breached the rules and things like they deemed that money spent on the new stadium shouldn't be included as as loss because it's investment and it's investing in the city and jobs and um, people say, and, you know, that was was deemed that maybe it wasn't. And also, you know, the, the independent panel ruled whether Everton got a sporting advantage from overspending and um, Everton insisted that they didn't. And the panel sort of said, well, we can't really say that you didn't um, because you spent more than everyone else. So, as I said earlier, the the PSR rules are over a three-year period. So Everton have been done for a three-year period. They're now being done for sort of the latest three-year period. And they're saying that you've already done us for this. This is double jeopardy. And the Premier League are kind of saying, no, these are the rules that you signed up to. Like, it, it is unfortunate if you breach it in... Um, consecutive years and some might say it's arguably difficult to get out if you breached it for one year then you may well breach it for the second year but Premier League say these are the rules and and this is what you've done and you know talk about the um, the sort of quotation marks of in season well this come this does relate to Man City a bit um, really because City were charged last February um, no February yeah, February 2023. Um, and it, it's taken a very long time because their case is not really PSR, but is sort of, you know, more to do with sort of fraud. So, um, but the, you know, you always get why, why are you not punishing City? Why haven't you punished City yet? The the cry from, from fans of other clubs, also from... Um, you know, clubs themselves to the Premier League. Why have you not punished Man City? So the Premier League, uh, towards the end of last season, said, we know what, cases such as Man City's are very separate and complex, but you've all got to submit your accounts to us for these PSR rules. And where it is straightforward and where we can see it's just a case of, have you breached these rules? Yes or no. It's just a case of, does this number meet the criteria? then we will fast track these cases and deal with the punishments and the sanctions quickly. And then everyone's happy and not everyone's completely happy because they still want urgency on, on the Man City case, but on the cases where it's more black and white, we will deal with it quickly. So everyone agreed to that and everyone signed up to that. And now that Everton and Forrest have been charged, Everton and others are, well, why are you punishing us so quickly when, Man City still haven't been charged and, you know, the Premier League chief exec was at a, a committee hearing uh, from the, the government today on Tuesday and, you know, was asked that, that it doesn't look good optics-wise that um, you're punishing 
clubs that aren't sort of the size of Man City and you haven't punished Man City. And the truth is that, well, they haven't punished Man City yet. They may well do, but it will take a lot more time. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. For the man on the street, then, <clears throat> is this a, a sort of a case of it's a much bigger case, therefore it takes a lot more time to process, whereas the Everton and the Forest one is a much smaller case study and therefore it's much quicker to process. Is, is that sort of why Everton and Forest have been sort of announced now? And City's still ongoing, or is or is it just a completely different case altogether? It's completely different. I would say, sort of, you know, Everton and Forest have accepted a fine for speeding, and they are arguing over whether they deserve however many points on their license, or just a fine, or just a warning. City have been accused. City have been accused of multiple murders. And they're not just saying that they're not guilty of the murders, they're saying that the murders never took place in the first place. So the Premier League have to put together all this evidence that supports their claim. And because the the claims are so enormous, they have to sort of provide a lot of convincing evidence for the most serious charges. And City have every right to, you know, put together defence for everything they've been accused of. Um, so they are completely different. Um, and like I say, it sort of does blend into the profit and sustainability rules. But if you're talking about the seriousness of City's rap sheet, then PSR would come a long, long way down um, down that. So yeah, it, they are just very different. Um, and also City's, you know, the accusations of City span more than a decade. So you've also got to take take that into account. So it you can see why people think that 
City might be getting City have got off with it or City might be getting special treatment but but they're not really and you know there's a report last week that Everton have hired like a a top lawyer for their um, appeal of the 10 points and the Premier League will have very good lawyers so again the notion that City will get off because they have expensive lawyers is ridiculous because everyone will have very good lawyers in the process so um yeah the the sort of conspiracy theory that the um the champions are being protected uh is is quite funny given the way they were targeted in the first place yeah and you've written a piece about this today and so so for anybody listening that that thinks that you know rather than going on twitter or any of these other websites they want to actually read the actual proper story about what's going on. There's some really good pieces by Simon on the subject, but just from the piece you've written today, you know, I, the, the line that I want to highlight is as the champions were charged last year with over 100 breaches of competition rules across more than a decade, with the most grave accusations being that they misrepresented their finances for nine whole seasons. If those charges are proven, the Blues could be looking at severe points deduction, if not expulsion. So with what, Richard Masters said today about the the trial date has been set. Do you have any indication when that'll be, or is it just is it just sort of pushing it further away by saying yes, we've set a date, but you don't know what you, we're not telling you that date. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, he's not set a date, and that is in keeping with the sort of the privacy in which the whole investigation and and charge has been kept. Um, there was a report the back end of last year that it would be. Heard around November 2024, um, which would allow for kind of everything to be heard, which would be weeks, maybe stretching into months. Um, and then there would be time for an appeal and then everything would be cleared up before the end of the 24-25 season, um, which would make sense. But you never know. The City insists that they have an, irre- <clears throat> an irrefutable body of evidence that su- that supports their position that they have done nothing wrong. So if that is the case and City prove that they've done nothing wrong, case closed, everything, you know, everything ends. But then is there a case that if it turns out that City are innocent, they could counter like counter is it counter sue the Premier League? I think there is a chance, um, but whether it would be wise to do so um is is another matter like i think it's theoretically possible because city could if city are cleared of all charges say or even the most serious charges because i'd be surprised if they were cleared of all charges given the sort of the non-cooperation charges in there you know they they may well have suffered reputational damage and they could point to that um if they have done i mean the thing is they have gone on to keep signing pretty lucrative sponsorship deals during this period. So, it, you know, maybe they could point to sponsors saying, we're going to pay you less because of this, Or, but I'm not aware of that. But, you know, it say they were cleared of the most serious stuff. They could. However, whether they would want to is another matter completely. I, I, I've not got the Man City statement up from Feb 2023, but I think it says at the end, they look forward to putting the matter to rest once and for all. And I think that is how they would, um, how they would want it to be. Essentially, um, it it would be a bit like the the court of arbitration for for sport appeal when they were cleared after UEFA had punished them, and you know UEFA and City have still 
I've have built bridges after that, um, and are and are closer than they were. And you know, it, it is apocalyptic enough, really, for for the Premier League and City to be going at each other as they are. So, were they to carry that on for another round, I think it would kind of be unnecessary. Um, you know, they are partners at the end of the day. City is shareholders, part of the Premier League. It's the Premier League taking on one of its own members in its guise as as regulator. So, um, yeah, whether you would want another round of of expensive fights between the two, I'm not sure City would, even if it was possible. Do we feel that a lot of this has come about because of the the sort of talks for an independent regulator? Does it feel that the Premier League are saying no, we want to we want to gain control, and that's sort of why the feels about the potentially you know a bit of feet stamping going on or is it is it just coincidence that, that all this has happened around the chat of an independent regulator? Yeah it's funny there was certainly a feeling at City that um, the Premier League charges against them were politically motivated because they came out the day before this government white paper was set to be announced calling for an independent regulator um, and the Premier League charges against them when it did come out were kind of so rushed and slapdash that not all of you know, all when they put the statement out on their website, not all the charges tallied up to the actual um, offences that City were meant to have caused. So it, it felt like after a you know a, a lengthy investigation of several years, then you might have made sure that your sort of final one-page summary was was accurate and didn't have sort of several errors on it. Um, and you know, I spoke to Kieran Maguire, who's like a football finance expert on whether uh, just just his views at the time and he was sort of under no illusions that it, it wasn't a coincidence at all um now in the time since that has happened city have gone from being sort of collateral damage to the premier league's battle with the with the government to now being seen as protected by the premier league and everton and forest are collateral damage because these charges were announced the day before uh, Richard Masters has appeared at a government select committee, so so maybe it is a coincidence, but it's, it 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 was it felt um, there was an air of suspicion to the idea of a coincidence when City were charged, and the same thing happening twice with different clubs would probably add to that suspicion rather than take away from it. Just while you were talking, then I got the statement up from Man City from February last year. And it says exactly what you said. As such, we look forward to this matter being put to rest once and for all. But it's quite interesting that the statement opens with Manchester City FC is surprised by the issuing of these alleged breaches of the Premier League rules, particularly given the extensive engagement and vast amount of detailed materials that the English Premier League has been provided with. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Moving on to the final section, side that I just want to quickly run through with you. Off the back of all of this, there's an article gone up today on the Manchester Evening News that says Premier League to change, in inverted commas, spending rules amid Man City and Man United's FFP concerns. What does that even mean? Can you can you explain what that means, if anything? Because I see a lot of fans talking about players signing, but then it's, well, you can't sign that player because of FFP, because of FFP. And it, and it feels like the the fun of talking about transfers now seems to be being spoiled by this 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 three letter <laughs> three letter phrase ffp so yeah if that is if that is a thing like what i mean is it? the thing is like ffp a bit like var has just become kind of a a convenient bogeyman for for a lot of clubs you know like the the whole thing at the minute of psr being like you you can't kind of spend more than uh you you know you can't accumulate too many losses well like Manchester United, Manchester United's revenue before City announced their most recent one was a record ever in the world. United had record revenue. So f- for them to be saying that they're worried about PSR, well, they must have spent a lot of money on bad investments and bad signings. And, you know, you don't need to look at spreadsheets or whatever to to see that. But, you know, it's not really PSR's fault if they if they can't, go and spend money on whoever they want because they have the revenue to spend enormous amounts of of money and they have spent enormous amounts of money. They just haven't spent the money on players who've given them any form of return. Um, you know, you look at the money that City will make from progress in the um, the Champions League all the way and the broadcast pot and the, the prize money and things like that and, and that all adds up on top of sales. And again, you know, a club like United have been pretty terrible at selling players. Um, so they haven't been able to bring in bring in that money. So, yeah, I mean, the, the Premier League are looking uh, at tweaking their their rules. Um, the, you know, there's a call to bring it more in line with the new UEFA system, which is kind of a, a, a revenue to like cost percentage. Uh, which, which you know, a percentage would make sense. I think it would be more sensible to be a percentage because, um, you know, each club has a different amount of money available to them because they all have different owners, and you can see that, um, you know, one hundred and five million to one club is very different to one hundred and five million to to another. So, so a percentage would make more sense, but um, it, it still won't please. Everyone and the thing is with these Everton and Forest um, sanctions is you know as has been said to City countless times if you don't like the FFP rules if you don't like the Premier League rules don't sign up to them because once you sign up to them you've got to play by them so you know as as unhappy as people may be um, at that clubs and, and unhappy as City have been. Um, you know when they when they were charged back in 2014 or whatever, you, you know you you've signed up to those um, those rules, so you you have to to play by them because it's not fair on all the other clubs that have played by the rules. And this sort of isn't like a 
you know, top six versus everyone else thing with Forest and Everton because there's a load of clubs around Forest and Everton who have complied with the rules and shouldn't be sort of punished for doing that. Brilliant. Well, Si, what a great way, great way to end. Thank you for everybody for listening to this impromptu middle of the week Manchester City Talking City podcast from the Manchester Evening News. I'm sure in Friday's show there'll be a lot more talk about this as things develop, if anything develops at all. But as especially with the story around Forest and uh, and Everton develop and the, the 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 talk of why a Man City not being charged continues. But for now, Si, thanks very much for joining me and hope you've enjoyed. Uh, this educational experience with Simon Bajkowski. The I don't know anybody better in the world to talk about this subject. So I thought <laughs> I'll uh, jump on with uh, with Simon and uh, and have a quick chit chat. But if you if you like what you what you're hearing, Simon's on Twitter at SP Bajko, and of course you can leave us a five star review, please, and uh, subscribe to the pod. And we will be back either myself or somebody else in the hot seat with Simon on. Friday. Thanks for listening. Catch you in a bit.